Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll sit with chapter 55 of The Cloud of Unknowing. So take a deep breath, find a comfortable seat, and make your heart ready to receive these words. The fiendish devil has yet another way to deceive us. Amazingly, he inspires people to uphold God's law and to destroy sin in others. Instead of tempting them with something that is clearly evil, he sets them to work like busy prelates, screening every detail of their Christian living. They act like an abbot overseeing his monks, assuming pastoral care. They point out flaws in everyone. They criticize everyone, claiming that a burning love of God in their hearts motivates them. Instead, the fire of hell burning in their brains and imaginations prompts this activity. The devil is spiritual in nature and does not possess a body any more than an angel does. When he or an angel would take bodily form with God's permission to do some work in this world, the type of body assumed corresponds to the nature of the work. Holy Scripture gives us an example of this. The Old and New Testaments always report that when an angel was sent in bodily form, there was something about it in name or character that revealed its function and message. The same is true of the devil. When he appears in human form, some quality of his body will mirror his intention. One instance of this will stand for many. Those who delve into necromancy, who study the calling up of wicked spirits, have sometimes seen the devil appear in bodily form. They tell me he always has one nostril widely open. He wants his victims to look all the way up his nose to his brain, which is nothing other than hellfire. If he can get someone to look into the hellish flames, that individual will lose his mind forever. A trained student of necromancy knows this, and he keeps things under control and takes steps to avoid harm. Whenever the devil takes on a body, it will reflect his business. In relation to the religious enthusiasm we've been discussing, He inflames the imagination of his contemplatives with the fire of hell igniting weird ideas. Without any justification, they accept it as their responsibility to censure and admonish others. They do this because they have only one spiritual nostril. Our noses are divided into two nostrils suggesting that we should be able to distinguish good from evil, evil from worse evil, and the good from the better. Before we begin passing judgment on what we have seen or heard. What an inventive visual. But I love the way that the author urges us to spend time knowing 
and discerning and practicing evil from worse evil, good from better. Recognizing all of these complexities that can be present in our world before passing judgment, he says. Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.